As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 100 Words or Less, the podcast. I uh, I don't know what different inflections I can put on my voice, because I pretty much always sound the exact same on every single intro. But that's just what you're going to have to live with, and uh, I apologize if you don't like it. <clears throat> Anyways, this is a special episode. It's an extra long one, because there is a lot of talking going on, but... Um, which is, I guess, no different than all the other shows that we do. But anyways, uh, more on that in a moment. Propertyofzack.com. You've heard it once. You've heard it twice. You've heard it 15 times. Visit their site. We are bros with them. We are helping provide content for the site. Um, and so, yeah, visit their site. In theme with this episode, they are publishing a lot of urine lists from the staff, from bands, a bunch of other stuff. Um, so yeah, go to the site, latest and greatest on independent music and everything that falls under that umbrella. So go visit the site and, um, also review the show on iTunes, whether it's dropping us a few stars, whether it's actually penning a review, uh, the people who have been writing reviews, uh, it's a little slow. Come on guys. I would appreciate something new that I can look at and obsess over for weeks at a time where it's like, oh man. That person only gave me three stars. Why, why, what, what am I doing? Why am I missing those other stars? Um, cause, you know, that's kind of what I do as a human. And, uh, I pay attention to pretty much almost every little thing that happens, uh, around the show. So, anyways, drop that. So the reason this is a special episode is because it's the year end blowout extravaganza. We are having no interviews. And if I, if there was one thing that I always had people writing me about, whether it's an email, on Twitter, on Facebook, is, uh, drop some recommendations. Um, you know, people do enjoy the sort of, you know, the opinions and the tastes and lists and, you know, people, people enjoy that. I enjoy that. I know you enjoy that, um, because it opens your eyes to things that you may have missed throughout the year, whether it's records, movies, 
So I have assembled a special guest people coming in. <laughs> I know that was very eloquent. Uh, yeah, I've assembled a panel of people. Um, two of them are previous guests, and one of them, well, kind of a guest. He interviewed me back on a show. Uh, gosh, I can't remember um, what episode number, but that is irrelevant. Needless to say, it's uh, Chris Hansen from No Sleep Records. Joey Cahill from 6130 Records, and Scott Arnold, who is the cultural aficionado and occasional cultural correspondent for the show in general. So, um, yeah, sit back, grab a drink, relax, because this, this is a doozy, but um, I will be posting the year-end lists of everybody um, on the website, 100 Words Podcast, so that way you don't need to like write anything down. You can just visit the list, listen away. Um, and we also talk about our favorite movies and our favorite television shows. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here it is. Dove into the lists. I wanted to dive, dove, into the lists. I wanted to see if you guys had any thoughts, just in general, on like your own personal Syrian civil war. No, I don't need. <laughs> yeah, the Syrian civil war of just like your music consumption, like how it's changed, how it's evolved, like any sort of overarching themes that you've noticed. Um, just because I've noticed a lot within myself as far as my own musical listening patterns and such. So uh, I don't know if anybody has thoughts or you just want me to start, and you can build off that. Go ahead and start. The... Speak for all this, Scott. Yeah. Well, jo- Joey can build off that. Um, <laughs> the... I've personally listened to more music than I ever have in the past. Like, straight up. Just, I think, and I you know, credit it primarily to RDO and just the ease of access for music as far as like the variety, the different type of stuff that I can listen to um, more so than like just what was in either my iTunes library or the most recent records I bought. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed you're listening to more stuff or a wider variety of stuff. Yeah, but do you find yourself having a more difficult time not like connecting to a record as you used to? Spending the time with it that you used to. That builds on a second point that I had, where oh. I jump the gun. Don't worry. No, no, you. That was perfect. It's a perfect transition. It's like you guys rehearsed this. I know. <laughs> Th- thanks for reading the script, Scott. The where if I do find like a record that I like, awesome. if I do find a record that I like, that I try to find out the context in which it was created, like as far as like if the artist has any story, like where they came from, like some sort of connection. Because yeah, like. The shit I listen to on audio is just like, oh, this random fucking band or random artist. Like, I don't, that doesn't make me connected. Even if the music is good, it's like, oh, whatever. That's just like an entry point. And then from there, if they have a interesting and compelling story, then I'm more invested in them. And like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Like, they're from fucking Akron, Ohio. And, you know, they were in oh, punk Black Keys. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that was Scott's, a good uh, You found out about them too? Yeah, yeah I found out about them. favorite discovery from RDO is uh, Cram McDonald, I think, right? <laughs> is that your favorite discovery? One of them. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Oh, no. Graham McDonald. Yeah. Look that up, everyone. Okay. Um, Scott, yeah, but I would agree with you because I've. 
I've discovered mainstream rap a little bit. Yeah. And <laughs> get ready for my list. <laughs> this is stuff I I don't listen to the radio. I only would have downloaded things before, and this would never even right crossed my reference point. So, but, but just to, because it's so easy to press play, yeah, I'm able to be like, "Whoa, what's this?" Uh, Rick Ross. I'll click on that. Right, right. And I find the video, and he's dancing around. Yeah. Then you <laughs> so, well, oh, but see that yeah, that's like the that's like the intro point. So you start to want to learn more about Rick Ross. Oh yeah, I know a lot about him. Right. That led me to discover. Forget the website, but it goes over each rap lyric and tells you what it's about. Yes. Oh, okay. I, was I thought you were going to say World Star Hip Hop, which is an <clears throat> incredible. Song. Yes. What about you, Joey? I uh, yeah, I mean, same thing with audio. I listen like, like you said, one Ray. Yes. Not to the viewing public. Right. Uh, that uh, like audio on Tuesday. It's like when we'd work at the record store. Yeah. To be like you know listen to all the new releases and be like oh this sucks this is good. Right. And I, you know, every Tuesday I'd kind of go through the front page and see what's new, and if there's something that piqued my interest, I'd listen to it, and then I would just get obsessed with it. Right. And it was like all I would listen to. Right. So I, do you use a collection? No. Yeah, I had a similar experience. Like I would just, like for a week, I'd listen to whatever was on the new release pages, and then I sometimes I'd go back, but most of my consumption was just that week's new release. I I always go through. What's it, that other page called? Like, whatever your, your friends are listening to. Oh, yeah, the heavy, heavy rotation. rotation. Heavy, yeah. And I rarely will, like, branch out on my own. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, Ray was listening to right. No One Colin. Right. I'm going to listen to No One Colin. <laughs> I mean, it's a perfect, it's, like, such a perfect experience as far as, like, seeing what your friends are listening to and then you just being like, oh, shit, I haven't listened to this record in forever or whatever. Or, like, like Ellie Goulding, like, I only was casually familiar with her, and then seeing Chris listening to the shit out of her, I was oh, like, oh, so listen much. to it. And I was like, oh, it's a really good record, but yeah, yeah it's a fun discovery. The other, the other thing, though, is I noticed that I am buying less. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's just because my records are upstairs, so listening to records is a process, not as easy. Right. But I've definitely bought less vinyl this year than yeah. I ever have. But also, doing the label has made me Right. Eight records, right? Less <laughs> less interested in bringing other records into your house. Yeah, right. Um, which I get that. Which is what well, everyone should still buy vinyl. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Buy <laughs> <laughs> the owners of two independent record labels wholeheartedly support the format. <laughs> wholeheartedly. What about I still, you? I still pre-order records. I just don't find myself yeah wandering record stores picking up random. You stuff. use audio to find the record. And if there's that something that like, I, if there's like something that, then I'll go buy it. Right. If you want to invest in. Do, would you uh, agree with the sentiments? Yeah, I mean, pretty much RDOs led to listen to a lot more things than I normally would just because I don't really look anywhere else right. for it. So I'll see like some new records someone's listening to and I'll give it a shot and or I'll listen to things way too much. Right. And then, I mean, like once I finish record, then it just plays my like iTunes collection that seemed to it, you know? So, yeah. And then I also then listen to stuff I completely forgot about. I'm like, oh, I'm listening to that now. Yeah. And then started listening to playlists after you, like, showed me the old, like, 90s metalcore yeah, playlists. Yeah. And... yeah, it's pretty cool how you can do that in audio. I have no clue how to do that. Stuff. Yeah, you can basically just look up genres of music, and it's like I found, like, a, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, Lots like, metalcore playlists. Red playlist. for Blue Lady. 100, yeah. Oh, awesome. there's, and there's, that like, a part separation. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, like, Who'd you say? Eyes Upon Separation. <laughs> <laughs> Uprising Records yeah. Finest. Lots um, of Taken as well. Just kidding, there's no Taken on yeah, there. Yeah, it wasn't. I added it on there, no. Um, but yeah, well, that's cool. I'm, 
I'm glad that all of you guys had a similar experience because I think, I mean, I think since we're such music nerds that our experience is probably indicative on a lesser degree on people that are just like casual music fans that like probably wouldn't, you know, maybe they do audio, but they do like, you know, the free subscription or whatever, um, but have like more of a, there's more of a chance for them to discover new artists just because it's such a, there's no impact whatsoever. Yeah. I would like to know my newfound love of, Weird dance music. Yeah, I don't even have the vocabulary to describe it. Right, but none of it's on audio. Uh huh. So I have to download it. It's okay. It's my life. I yeah. hope you're buying it from iTunes. Or something. Yeah, but of course. They also have these like really long podcasts, like two hours. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Music. That's like well, one of the. Is that most... like the radio? They play random music. Well, <laughs> well, that's like that that DJ that I was mentioning, that Tiesto dude. Like mm-hmm. he's like one of the most popular podcasts on music. T- did his song team and Sarah. Yeah. And he, it's great because his podcasts are like two and a half hours long of just music. And it's like, that's the most popular podcast in music. And it's like, that's hilarious where it's just like, yeah. you know, he, it's not even him being like, hey, this is Tiesto. It's just like, <laughs> no, that's a very crude, but I like how we did the same. Yeah, exact that's piece. all I got. Does he play Grant McDonald? <laughs> I think so. Or Mac McDonald. Um, and one last point before we dive into the list, but the, um, I think obviously all of us are getting older. And we are involved yeah. in the youth culture game. Besides Scott, Scott was born fifty and will remain fifty until he turns fifty. Um, then we'll just be dead, right? Without being dead. But I find, I mean, in order to like stay involved and stay current, like I work a lot more at it. Like I, it's not in the sense of like I try to invest my time wisely in whatever it is, like either I'm buying or like consuming. Um, that it's like okay. My time, because obviously time is not a renewable resource. And like, oh, do I go to this show? Do I go to this movie? Do I listen to this record? Even though, um, you know, it may be something that I'm interested in, but I'm like, I just don't have the time to invest in this. I don't know if you guys are noticing that in your life where it's like, all right, the time the time that I'm spending, I need to pay attention to more. I don't know if that's just a symptom. I've definitely older. noticed that I feel like I'm always a, a, a more late to the party uh-huh. than in the past sure but but that's probably just a symptom of you can't be everywhere at once like what? sort of paying attention to as many things yeah. as you used to plus also just being older yeah you're not like associated as much to all the things kids are sure yeah I'm just curious why just hang around in junior high and <laughs> <laughs> hey what are you what Fox are you watching friends, yeah are you into the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers it's still on still going strong that's true or Super Samurai or something now. Yeah, yeah I, I, some variation of it. Um, so yeah, let's dive into our list. We're going to do the top ten records and then other various things that we'll introduce later. Who wants to start things off? Huh? Scott. Huh? Number ten. I will go. Go for it, Scott. It's a self-titled record from a band called Metz. Okay. Do you know anything about them? The band, no. Okay. Do you know anything about them? I just, I've just heard their name a lot recently, that's all. Very similar to my number nine, so. I actually listened to them the other day. What did you think? Um, It was okay. I I really liked it. All the reviews were like, it's the best thing ever. What would you you compare it to? Um, If you have any. Punky, hardcore. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What would you compare it to, Joey? Uh, Hot Snakes-ish. Maybe a little, like, dirtier. Oh, okay. Grodgy? Like, I think that the comparisons they get are like Jesus Lizard and the Hot Snakes. Oh, interesting. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's on sub pop, right? I don't know. Okay. 
Yes, I mean Scott, his usual wealth of information. <laughs> but it's okay. But the list is fine. Folks, this year is going to be different. <laughs> I don't know what anything about any of this. That's good. Uh, I know Chris is organizing his list, so I won't jump to him right away. Sorry, didn't specify that we were doing numeric order. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Sorry. Pop, give me a random one, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joey, you know, do you I want... wasn't the specified guest that was wanted to do this, so, you know, I yeah. wasn't fully prepared. You're like fifth, sixth stories, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, hey, thanks for coming, man. <laughs> uh, Joey, what do you uh, what do you have in your number 10 spot? Uh, expire. Pendulum Swings. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I haven't listened to the record. It's awesome. Pretty heavy, yeah? Yeah. And it, I just, the singer has the way his vocal delivery is really cool. It's a good hardcore it's record. unique. Yeah. It kind of sets them apart, I think, from. Because they, they went a little more metal direction, right? Kind of. I mean, they always had that influence. Uh-huh. But I think they just have, with a better recording, it just kind of comes out a little more. Got it. Um, yeah, it's really good. Do you think that this band will be able to last longer than two full lengths? Uh, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's, always, it's, always, it's always a two full length curse. Yeah. Once you have a second full length out, it's time to break up if you're a hardcore band. There's only so much that needs to be said. Right. That's true. Get in, get out. Our message has gotten across. Um, Wait, why don't you go? I will go. Uh, my number 10 record. And I'm going to go ahead and say that this list was fucking really hard for me to put together because there was a lot of good music in my estimation <clears throat> this year. See, I thought this year sucked. Okay. And I wanted it to be all rap. Really? Because all I did was listen, listen to, to rap, rap this year. Which so is... I, I, Great segue. Great segue for number 10 for me. It's the, uh, and I know you like this record, Joey. The Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, the heist records. Yes. I know. To, possibly to be spoken about <laughs> later. So I won't go too much more into it other than, uh, yeah. The, and to hit on your point as far as like listening to a lot of rap and hip hop. I mean, I think this year more than any other time that I can remember in my recent memory of feeling like I was like, 11 or 12 years old again in like, you know, 91, 92, where it was like, you know, the heyday of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Warren G, and like feeling like a fucking badass when I'm an 11 year old white kid from Newport Beach being like, yo, I'm hard. So I feel when I listen to Two Chains. Do you want to hear a funny story? Sure. So I was meeting someone at the Veggie Grill. Okay. And I got there. Brandon Hamilton? No. I miss you, buddy. I don't think it really exists. Veggie so, Grill. In Veggie Irvine? Grill, no, in okay. um, LAX. Okay. And I have Warren G regulators going loud. <laughs> Good. And I go to the Veggie Grill um, shopping center. It's like, you know. Super packed. Super packed, but it's, all, it's really white. Yes. Very. So I get there, and there's one parking spot. And I pull in, regulators really loud. Mm-hmm. And I pull in, get my spot, look at my watch. Okay, I have five minutes. And then the car next to me just pours out like the most ghetto, thugged out guys. <laughs> and I'm just like, turn it down real slowly, look straight ahead. <laughs> I think every single one of us has probably had that similar experience where you've turned down your music because you're like, I'm not as hard as I think. <laughs> yeah. That's good. But yeah, so that it just, whatever. This record and then a few other records on my list, it just made me feel that sort of youthful, fun exuberance of like, yeah, like, this is what hip-hop should be as far as, like, you know, it's, it, like, this record is very socially aware and whatever. I won't go into it because I obviously don't want to like, stomp all over it, but... My, my list really could have been six hip-hop records. Yeah. But you wanted to... I forced some of them out to have some... Some variety. Yes. Sure. Well, mine's mostly pop. 
Um, yeah, so the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis record. Uh, it's called The Heist. Check yeah, it out. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was uh, good. I remember when you showed it to me in the car. Yeah, it's it. fun. I was going to listen to it, then I completely forgot. There you it's go. RDO. See, the other issue of RDO is the tension span. Yeah. Something you're going to think of. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you're going to listen to it later, then you get to it, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm going to listen to this. I definitely find myself it. utilizing like either playlists and or my cue in order to remember yeah. records. But So what's your number 10? Uh, it would be the new Gallows record. Oh, okay. Uh, I really enjoyed the record. I was a little, you know, worrisome to new singer and all that. It's I mean, the EP that... 613 and put out was great. Yeah. Good plug. Where Good did plug. you buy that? Uh, you can probably buy it from, uh, what is it, shop.613records.com? It's almost out of print, so order fast. Wow. Or head into a Hot Topic. Can you get that before the holidays? You can. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to drop. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll drop It'll drop a week before Christmas. Yeah, nope, so. not, coming before Christmas. Nope, not coming before Christmas. <laughs> a little too late. Okay. Yeah, really good record. Uh, always been a fan, so I was really excited for it. Cool. I don't really have much to say about anything in yeah. life, so no, that's about it's, it. It's, it's simple to the Great point. Great record. Got it. I do like it also. Great one. I would hope so. Yeah. Joey. What's up? Let's dive into number nine. What do you got? Oh, crap. Okay, I'll go. Number uh, no, nine. I can go. Okay. I can okay. go. I just need to get back to my list. busy Googling. I understand. Um, I just want to make sure all my titles are right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, number nine, Regina Spector, What We Saw from the Cheap Seats. Oh, I'm surprised it's so low for you. Uh, it didn't hit me... As much as her last record, okay. which is why it's so low. Got it. But it's still fantastic. Okay. Um, it's a little slower, maybe, mm-hmm. for the most part, but it's in just as quirky. I don't know. It's just it was different than the last one, which I guess is good. Yeah. Um, but it was great. She's great. Yeah. Sar yeah. the Greek, and it was. Great. I just I, I really like that space where. Artists like her can carve out their own fan base, like completely separate from. Because I mean, it's like you know, she doesn't have any radio airplay. Like, yeah, she she gets like soundtrack placement, but it's like the only way that people know about her is literally through word of mouth, and it has grown so much to where I mean, the Greek was I, right, if not sold out, ninety five percent sold right. out. I mean, she gets Letterman and right. all those shows, and, and it's just it's just cool because obviously she's really built it on her own yeah. with, I mean obviously she has I mean, she sells a buttload of records but it's right. all based on right just I think every record gets bigger and bigger because more people keep talking about it sure yeah their devotion She's grows great. Scott what about you number nine number nine is Cloud Nothing's Attack on Memory this is a grungy yep fast it's a good record produced by my friend Steve <laughs> Mr. Albini yes yeah did you hear about the uh... let's let's not play sorry this. it's okay so the band was kind of disappointed that he didn't get imprinted on the record. Right. And then he played Scrabble the whole time. Were they not aware of what Steve Albini does? <laughs> yes, but he said, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get with Steve Albini. Yep. You're going to get me playing or pressing record and saying, that was a good take. Yep. Got it. This record, like, lyrically is a lot darker than the old record. Really spoke to me in January. I'm not... Times were tough. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't familiar with their old record, so no, this no. was kind of a, a new and fresh take for me. But it was cool. Definitely, definitely reminded me of the early '90s. Yeah, which you were like seven. So, would I like this record? Yeah, yeah, I think you would dig it. It's a good record. Who put it out? I can't remember. Car Park. I don't know. Oh, what about what about you, Chris? What do you got for number nine? Uh, my number nine would be "Electra Heart" by Marina and the Diamonds. Wow, uh, that record's great. Not familiar so at all. Good. I was I started listening to to it because you were listening to it on audio. Yes, <laughs> audio. Yeah. That it's, record, it's it's amazing, man. right? Yeah, okay. I came across it because 
someone tweeted at Nosley about something. Then I went to their page, and they had like favorite bands, which considering it's Marina and the Diamonds, it was like the Wonder Years and Marina and the Diamonds, or I don't know if it's Wonder Years or who. Uh-huh. But I listened to it, and it was just amazing. She's this chick from Wales. Perfect. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's this female yeah. bird. from Wales. <laughs> this bird. It's this bird from uh, Wales. Good call. Uh, it's really, it's really good. It's like, it's a popish record. I don't know. Yeah. What Pretty weird. It's, 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 it's like, like kind of weird, but it's dancing. It reminds me of like, and I haven't listened to it in a while, but when I think back, it reminds me of like, almost like 80s, like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, but like current yeah. and like dancing. I see that. Um, I don't know. That might be a terrible example, and <laughs> but it'll give you that. it'll give you a vibe. It's really good. Okay, that sounds awesome. I imagine it's a really good out. record. Electric Heart. Okay, by Marina and the Diamonds. Coming in number nine. Marina and the Diamonds. On okay. Chris. Come, I like that. Nine. Coming in top number nine. Records. I feel like we're at the, the top, top forty countdown with Casey Casey. Top forty countdown. Casey Casey. My number nine is Pig Destroyer. Bookburger. The I've always liked the band, and I think that they were, I mean, they've always just existed in the metal world and been prolific and released. Great band. Fourth or fifth full length? Bookburner? Bookburner, it's called. Um, but what separates this from all their other records, in my opinion, is that they, basically, they combine, like, almost every subgenre of heavy music. There's, like, total D-beat crust. There's, like, totally mid-90s, like, hardcore riffs. Like, it's it's crazy that they're able to like put it all together and it sounds cohesive enough to be like that band where it's not like you're going to listen to it and be like, Oh yeah, that's not pig destroyer. It's like, Holy shit. Like they've done something pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I love the record. And I think that even if you are a casual fan of the band, this will probably be your favorite record. When I saw I think you and Jordan from pace punk. Oh yeah. Both had pace punk. RIP. Yes. Um, both like tweeted or, something about right, it. Right, right. I was like, oh, I'll listen to because I've always kind of wrote the band off. Like, well, yeah. I've heard them as like, eh, and like, whatever. Right. It's really good. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, the first the first record of theirs that I've listened to more than once. Right, totally. Yeah. I just think that there's there's something that's like revisitable with it as opposed to their Is other records. Is it better than, well, see, uh, I forget the full name, The Painting of Dead Children. Oh, yeah, Painting of Dead Girls. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite records of them. Oh, cool. Do you think it's better than that? Uh, yeah, I mean, pa- I know the I've listened to a ton. Yeah, yeah. Painter so. of Dead Girls, I know, is a collection of, like, all their old set yeah, pages. Yeah, I just, I love all the like, yeah, songs yeah. on that. But yeah, no, I think so, because this is definitely, like, more cohesive, and, like, yeah. you can listen to it as a whole, so. Speaking of Pug Destroyer, though. Yeah. I ordered a Pug Destroyer, Pug Destroyer shirt. shirt. Nice. Best thing ever. If you like Pugs, you should pick up the Pug Destroyer shirt. Yeah, supports, uh, I know, adopt animal adoption, so yep. it's always a positive thing. Um, I just buy my dogs from breeders. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's no problem with that. No. Uh, Chris, you want to jump in for number eight? Trying sure. to Trying to switch it up. Switch it up. Uh, it would be, coming in at number eight, would be Rotten Things to Say by Burning Love. Oh, okay. Uh, really enjoy the record. Long time Chris fan. Would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Major list. I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. I, I, mean, actually, I actually hated this record, but I just want to put it I in mean, here. I mean, you know. Yeah. Trying some cred. The majority of my list is pop, so you know. <laughs> here's yeah. your heavy record. Got the right now. Uh, the record's really good. Um, definitely not as great as Cursed was, but you know, right. it's a great record. Summit Fest, really good performance. So that kind of sold it more for me as well. Yeah, they were really good. I think it's I like it better than Songs for Burning Lovers. Yeah. yeah. It's more, and I mean, they just continue to be more sort of, you know, ACDC, rock and roll. They're catchy. definitely 
progressing mm-hmm. very well. In it's the longest lasting Chris Callahan band as far as like longevity as opposed to actual releases because Curse had the three full lengths and this is their Burning second full length. Yeah, yeah. So one more. Great record. Scott, what about you? Number eight? The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different things that stress us out, right? Like maybe it's something really, really small, like, man, that parking space, it's always taken. And I wish that I would be able to like get it instead of, you know, this person that maybe, you know, is the most courteous and considerate. I know that's something very random, but it's true. We all experience different things throughout the day that trigger us in so many different ways. And there are many times where I have been like, I wish that I had a a spot or a repository for me to, you know, get this stuff off of my chest. Because if you bottle it up, that is no bueno. And then all of a sudden you explode on a coworker or a friend or a family member being like, the parking spot. And people are like, what are you talking about? That is where therapy comes in. And I love working with BetterHelp because I'm a huge advocate for therapy, broadly speaking. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It is so easy because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire and then you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you are not vibing with the therapist for any reason, you can switch it out at no additional charge. Get things off of your chest with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash Ray today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Ray. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that, plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Uh, Number eight is from Indie Kingpin's Grizzly Bear. Oh. Record is called Shields. This was a polarizing record for the band. I don't think so. It was well received. Did you like the article that they wrote about making money in Mm -hmm. indie music? Yeah. Seemed on point. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't their best record. Okay. But it was enough for number eight. Okay. Snuck in there. Yeah, snuck in there. Everything I read was like, if you don't like Grizzly Bear, this is the record to listen to. You will become a fan. Still not a fan. Still not a fan. I haven't heard it. I like their singles. I like the artwork. Yeah. Okay. 
My number eight is the Code Orange Kids record, Love is Love, Return to Dust. Uh, as far as, it's probably, I'm looking at my list, it's probably my favorite, just hardcore record of the year. Um, I think it's partially due to their awesome live show and the band. I mean, they're so young that they play that style of music so well, and they're just, uh, you know, they're all over the place. It's their first full length, so they've got a lot more room to grow. But um, yeah, I think this is a really awesome entry into sort of their first steps within hopefully more than two full lengths from yeah. a hardcore band. Um, but yeah, I really like the record. Thematically, it's pretty cool. Uh, they definitely are trying to say something as opposed to just, you know, putting out a hardcore record and having a collection of 10 songs. Um, I mean, just themes that are, you know, death, life, rebirth, that type of stuff. Um, so a little more introspective than, you know, your typical quote-unquote hardcore band. So okay. I like that record. It's a great record. Yes. Has yes. Sleep stamp approval. Six on three on stamp approval. Yes. Does it have Harkin yeah. stamp approval? Yeah. Does it have the monarchy, monarchy stamp approval? Yes. Oh, monarchy. Never yeah. Scott, Scott would never hear it. Ah. Uh, Shall check out their side project, Adventures. Good, good plug. Where can you get it? That made that made my list as far as EPs is seven inch, out of print, kind of in between print, in between print. Um, my Christmas tree. You can, yeah, you could. You can get it for your Christmas tree. Order at nosleepstore.com. As long as you don't live in Australia or England. Yeah, if you live local to California, right, you'll get it pretty quick. But if you don't get it. Don't blame us. Right. Don't don't email the mailer at Nosy. Garrett. It's what, Bob what, at NoSeepRecords.com. What's uh what's your number eight, Joey? Um it's from a little known punk band called Pennywise. The record is oh, called All or Nothing. I don't know why I didn't put that on my list. That record's amazing. Yes, it is. Okay. And is that was Zoli? Yes. Yes. yes, Zoli from Ignite. It's it a great is record. Their best record since Full Circle. And I concur. Those songs will never be heard again no. because Zoli is out of the band and Jim is back. What? What? Yeah. You guys really? didn't know that? No. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? When did that happen? A couple weeks ago. Really? They're doing two nights at the Palladium in January. I think both are sold out. Yep. Which is shocking. Not with Zoli. Not with no, Zoli. Zoli. Jim is back. This record does not exist in Pennywise catalog. Yeah. Aww. This record will get buried completely. Was, was it a yeah. uh, confrontational split? No, I think it was, from my inner, I would assume it's mutual. Yeah. I imagine it was one of those things Jim's like, hey, I'd like to rejoin the band's like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I don't think with Zoli they could sell out two nights of the Palladium. No. Really? That's a bummer, though. He wasn't well-received? Uh, Pennywise just kind of, like, cause kind of just lost their luster over the past few years. I mean, they haven't put out, like, this record. And they haven't done, I mean, they haven't done comprehensive touring. They yeah. would just play, like, you know, Karak Acoustic and like the, and, and the, with Christmas. when Jim left, like, it was pretty, you know, it was pretty dramatic and it got a lot of press. So him coming back, like, probably all the old fans were psyched again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those shows, like, the lineup is Pennywise, Lagwagon, Pulley, Strung oh, Out. Man. Right. It's like 1996. Right. My dream show. Yeah, eighth grade Scott. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> so, but this record, this record sounds like the best of Pennywise, mixed with it, a little bit of Ignite, yeah. and it's, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's an honorable amazing. mention for me. Yeah, it's it is now for me as well. That I <laughs> no, you forgot, forgot to include it. it. Um, Joey, I'm just gonna throw it right back at yeah, you for number seven. Let's, let's dive in. Um, number seven is Boston Strangler Primitive. Oh, um, I, it hardcore band, but from Boston, but with a, I would guess like a eighties, like more of a punk vibe. Hmm. Um, it's just pissed. Um, it's awesome. The record was like 
the most sought after thing since gold in yeah. California. Um, but I don't I mean I don't know what else to say except people, it's really good. People were paying a lot of money on eBay because the record was so difficult to find initially. And then every, and then the everyone, guy kept saying like I'm gonna every, repress everyone's this. Everyone's gonna get to get this record, but no one listened. Yeah. Um, first press was like a thousand and people were paying like, you know, hundreds of dollars on eBay really? for the first yeah. Because he didn't press. do he just he didn't do any mail or he just sent it out to specific districts. Oh, really? Yeah. And like like, you know, Grave Mistake got like whatever how many copies and it was right. it sell out in minutes. Right. Um, Rev got copies and sold out in minutes. Um, yeah, people were like stalking it on the Bridge Nine board where it's like, oh, dude, I heard this distro got it. Like, oh, sorry, 10 minutes later, it's out. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, the record's awesome. Um, so if you can get a copy, get it and listen to it because I don't even know if it's available online. Yeah, um, I don't think it's... Any, I don't... I, th- I know people have ripped it. Yeah. But... I know a place I can probably get it. Right. <laughs> Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, this begins my... Uh, journey into places that I don't know anything about. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Number seven is Terrence Dixon from The Far Future Part 2. Holy shit. What? Is this something you found in the RDO? No. This is from... I don't know where I found this, but wow. I listened to it a lot. What um, is his name? Terrence, Terrence Dixon. Dixon. He's a Detroit producer? Musician? Maybe? I don't know what he does to do this music. Electronic, I presume? Yeah, it's... um. Very similar to my recommendation last year for the site below. Oh, okay. How many times have you listened to the site below since last year? I listened to it a lot. Okay. It's part of his work music rotation. Yeah. Okay. You can find that on RDO. Yes, you can. Subscribe to the playlist. You subscribe to the playlist? I do. Playlist? I subscribe to it. It's nice work music. Does This podcast is not brought to you by RDO. Well, I it should be. It should be. I'm, I'm probably going to send it to them just to be like, hey, this is a glowing recommendation of your service. Because I feel like everything is Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although there's RDO billboards all around by my house, which I think is yeah. weird. But oh, Weird. Yeah. You never, never talk about RDO. Personally, I prefer RDO over Spotify. Yeah. Pretty I don't know the difference. RDO hey, is just, yeah. just easier to me. Easier to me. Spotify have like radio? Where you can do it's kind of like Pandora. Yeah. You can be like, I want to listen to no one. RDO has well, it as mean, well, except it's not yeah, as Yeah, you can do artist stations. Oh, yeah. If you go to like the artist page, there's like play artist station and it'll play like things similar. You learn something new every day. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Yeah. Um number seven, Chris, what do you got? Number seven will be Sleigh Bells, Reign of Terror. Okay. You uh, love that record. I love that record, love that band. Last year, uh, you know the record did not actually come out last year. <laughs> yeah. I put the record in my top ten because it was a new discovery and I and you put the per, you put in parentheses though so you were okay yeah it was amazing records and then how did you, did you illegally download it uh the old one busted I did not actually <laughs> uh, I went to see man I came across the record on I believe RDO or something of the sorts and then a very nice fan of Nosey Records sent me their copy of the record yeah. autographed and it's one of my prized possessions cool. anyways well, Poison Terror. Well also. Yep, Poison the Well, great band as well. X Poison the Well. X Poison the Well. <laughs> Noise Pop. But yeah, Rain of Terror. It's from Slay Bells. Great album. They put She's a Hottie. Well in their marketing they don't put that anymore. I no. don't know how to put this nicely. I fucking hate that band. Dude, I fucking I love it so much. I know uh, Ray hates it as well. No, no, I don't hate it. I've, 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 I've come it. to uh, not want to listen to it. I've come to like tolerate it. Okay. Just like, that's fine. Like it's just not something I. I, I absolutely to. love it. Good. Uh, Someone has to. It's it. definitely one of. <laughs> well, a lot of people. Yeah. I watched them at FYF, and there was I st- stood on a hill and saw. All of Los Angeles, I think, was watching <laughs> them. I don't know. 
they're amazing, and she's a hottie. She's got a her. naughty body. <laughs> oh, wow. I love her. Um, Joey, number seven? What do you got? No, I did number seven. Oh, you did? My fault. I'm the last one. Wow. There. Okay. Uh, my number seven is a comedy record uh, by Mr. Kyle Kinane. Uh, I think it's supposed to be music. No, yeah. This is just records. We're talking records. That's true. I mean, that's a little cheating. I think. I mean, it's cheating. cheating, but... Well, no, no, no. Uh, so the record is called Whiskey Icarus, and um, Scott and I actually saw... Should this, I just soundtracks into them? Or? You can. Uh, Scott and I saw this gentleman open for Mark Marin at the Irvine Improv. Uh, he is a bearded man from Chicago who has a long-standing uh, history within the Chicago music scene. Uh, he's just been really? going... Yeah, he just goes to shows, and he knows what's up. Uh, I saw him perform at the Fest. Yes, I remember that. I was going to go, but I had a little yeah, situation. Okay. To... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Shout out Janine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But um, diarrhea. The, Let's go for that. <laughs> the but yeah, the record is it's my favorite comedy record since uh, the Patton Oswalt uh, Lolly, Lollipops Werewolves Vampires whatever the hell that record that came out in. Shout out to Ron Russell for the photo that they drew for the cover. Is that the right one? I don't know. I don't know either. Brian Russell drew something? That was well, no, because there's a photo. Fo- what? That was the book. Yeah, that's right. The book? Yeah. Well, because there was like a photo that Ryan Russell shot, but it was an illustration of it. Oh, yeah. Then it was pro- that, was his, that was his book. It was Pat Russell's uh, book. But my apologies. It's okay. To Ryan Russell, but he still gets a shout out. He does. But the record is, yeah, hilarious. Hey, listen to it. It's so funny. I listened to the first one. It's okay. And I wasn't that impressed. I think that kind of just... Yeah, he's definitely kind of grown into his voice and just knows how to marry the complete, utter sadness that is his life with the potential, you know, stardom success that he has. It's just, it's a hilarious combo, so... On the the subject of comedy, real quick, have you ever listened to John Mulaney? Yes. Yeah, he's so good. His new record's really good. Didn't make my list, but... Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um... Number six, I'll I'm I'm gonna go right into it. Do it, Paul Bear. Even though technically it's an EP, it's like Paul Bear from Sheer Terror. No, like a spoken word director. That's cool. <laughs> Paul Bear, as in the person who carried the coffin. Oh, Undertaker's uh, manager. Yes, Undertaker's manager. Uh, the record's called Sorrow and Extinction, and like I said, it's Ooh. it's yeah. <laughs> you actually you actually probably could dress up like him as for Halloween one year. I don't Paul think Bear. So. Yeah, you have it. You have the same facial shape. He looks like the face. No, I know, but the same facial shape. I mean, really, face. he just needs to be Ralphie every day of his life. He does. Ralphie, especially Christmas the season. Um, so the record technically is an EP, but it's like th- I mean, it's four songs, but it's like thirty minutes long. So it's like Taken's first EP, but it's like forty-five minutes long. Master Puppets. Shout out Taken. Right, exactly. Um, but it's heavy. It's like Black Sabbathy, uh, Profound Lore. They're from San Francisco, uh, to, like fall within that whole like doom metal scene. Um, tour very rarely. I've yet to see them perform, but I've heard that they're incredible. Um, they played that. Uh, they played a, one of those Scion free shows down here. I just was out of town, so I missed them. But um, if you're a fan of anything like, you know, Pentagram, Isis, like if you like any of that, you probably would like this EP just because it is catchy. There's no screaming vocals on it. Just a lot of Ozzy Osbourne worship. But it's really good. Have you heard Magic Circle yet? Mm-mm. It's good. It's, it's dudes from like Rival Mob and Oh yeah, those. that's I okay. They have it's very Sabbathy. Got but it. It's unbelievable how good it is. Nice. I'll check it out then. Uh number six, Chris. 
Um, I don't know how you say the name of the album. Okay. The new, uh, Eli Goulding. Oh, isn't it Lights? No, is that's, uh, it's Paul Sion or something. Lights is Oh, Hal- oh Halicon, right. Yeah, yeah Halicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you say it? Number I can't believe. Dude, I was called Brandon Posner for saying that Lights was the, I know. Yeah. My fault, Ugh. sorry. Right, wrong record, I t- wrong I know, year, I know, my fault. And she's definitely on the list now that she has parted ways with her <laughs> stupid boyfriend Skrillex. Looks like um, No Sleep is never putting out a Skrillex record. <laughs> Remix EP. Fine by me. Would you like to put it out six months ago? Yes. Shots fired. Right. Shots fired. <laughs> but yes, uh, it's a great record. Um, she's also hottie. Hot some naughty body? She's great. I enjoy her. Yeah, yeah she's the record's really super good. Catchy. Great, great, catchy pop record. Got it. That is all. Scott, for me. number six. Uh, number six is back into my weird music. Uh, this is an artist I've liked for the last two years called Burial. This oh. is a three-track EP. I don't know what Ish. to call it. 30 minutes. Oh. Called Kindred. Okay. I'm familiar with Burial. I've heard of them it's at awesome. least. I always see the cover and I'm like, ah, oh, that looks like I bet that would be good. And then I realized it's not. Because right. <laughs> it kind of, they, they have like a weird like metal aesthetic with their covers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not Plus like that Burial. It sounds right. like it'd be metal. Yeah. Totally. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Great. Joey? Yes. Uh, this one's weird for me because all year long I was like, this is my number one record. This is my number one record. And it's dropped the number six? Okay. I mean, Man. this is before it came out. And I was like, this is the guaranteed number one record. Oh, okay. Um, it is POS. Right. We don't even live here. His last two records were my number one records of 2006 and 2009. Yeah. This is a great record. And yeah. this one, I don't know. It's great, but it just didn't. It's not one note, but there was something about... His other records where he would have like more mellow songs that kind of like, you know, oh, peaks, sure. peaks and ebb and flowed. Yeah. And this one just, it's all like, for the most part, just like, like weird, super weird beats. It is. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's really good and it's made my top 10, but it's, I was expecting it to be number one. Yeah. I don't, it could have been because my, I was anticipating it so much that it was never going to live up to those expectations, but yeah. Um, yeah. Did you just not like it because uh, Justin Vernon was singing on it? No, I, I figured just... that's... I saw you listen and I was like, of course Ray's listening to his boyfriend's on it. <laughs> I, I still like that. I mean, I just love the idea that he, P.O.S., can be like, hey, Justin, can you sing on my track? Sure. Like, that's... Yeah, and that's, it's, it's pretty awesome. 100% how it happens. Um, and I mean, like, like, the aesthetic is cool. Like, the video for... What's that song? I like the second track, track too. Fuck your shit. Yeah, they have yeah. a video for it, which just then, just like some like yuppie dude pulls up in like a Mercedes or a BMW, and they just like fuck up his car, and it's like him and all of like the Doomtree crew. People. Yeah, I love the message. I mean, I, the song is awesome. Yeah. it's like so perfectly. I, I I can't believe he hasn't written that song yet. Yeah, it was just strange because it's like it's such a common thing for rappers to talk about their bling and then pos has obviously never been about that so it's just funny hearing yeah. this like his third record like you said or fourth, fourth right right but it's the first one. Yeah, yeah but I made my honorable mentions yeah i i'm, I'm with you on that. Um, but yeah it was good okay um number five chris uh we have the new converge coming in number five all we love we leave behind it's a great record it's returning to their little bit older aspects to me mm-hmm um, and it has some like songs that are outside of the norm for them. Definitely, great record. Decibels number one record of the year. Yeah, it would be my honorable mention. It's me- the first rec- Converge record in 
probably the last few that I've listened to more regularly. Right. Yeah. I'll, I will recognize deeper cuts on this record than I would from their previous two. Yeah. You know, it's like some of the, some of the times when I watch them live, it's like, oh, I don't know that song. It's probably off of No Heroes, a song that I just i am not familiar yeah. with. Um, cool. Uh, Joey, what about you, number five? Um, I might butcher the record name, so okay. I apologize in advance. Uh, Deftones, Koi no Yokan? Yeah, that's good. We'll go with... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's weird to me that this band has been around for 20 years. Yeah. And they might have just put out their best record. Like, bands don't do that. It's, get, it's hard they, to they do. They get yeah. worse. But this record's insane. Like, some of the stuff they do, like, they have, I mean, there's a song on their Poltergeist, which is, like, the craziest guitar tone. Mm. And it's just heavy and dirty. But I don't know. It's, like, I don't know. It's really good. They're just, they're such a, they're, when, when bands do what they've done, like, it just goes to show that it's like, they're operating on a different level. Yeah. It's like, you know, I put, I mean, I know you don't like this band, and I mean, I don't, not a huge fan, but a band like Tool, where you're just like, you're on a fucking completely different plane. Like, yeah. you're, you're existing on some other level that's like so creative. You're existing on a Tool level. Right. But, yeah, but a band like Deftones, where it's just like, oh, cool, you were this far into your career, and like you said. Making like what some could argue their defining record, and it probably has to do with the fact that um, Sergio from Quicksand is in the band now. And this is the first record he actually wrote on. Yes, because he recorded on Diamond Eyes. Yep, but I think it was already ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, um, which Diamond Eyes was, it's like was probably their best record. Totally at that point, and it's like I don't know. It's just weird that the seventh full length. Yeah, yeah, it's you don't get better. No, yeah, I agree. I I had to make. An executive decision to not include that in my top ten, but it could I could easily yeah. put it in and out where it's like yeah. yeah. Scott, what about you? Number five? Uh, number five would be actress R.I.P. Oh, they're great. Actress R.I.P. Actress Actress R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. is the name of the record. Yeah. Another electronic artist? Yeah, atmospheric. Little R and B influence. Oh, okay. Vocals? Sometimes. Okay. Check it out. Nope. <laughs> Basically, anything Scott says, probably not check out. Yeah, we'll sit. That, that's why we have. That's why we have Scott because he's able to do the left of center stuff that Joey, Chris, and I would never. There's going to be someone out there's going to be like, I love R and B dance music. <laughs> Atmosphere. 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 No, someone's going to be like, oh, cool, and they'll check it out, and they'll yeah. gain a new fan because of you, Scott. Yeah. Exactly. So we appreciate that. No that's why. That. That's why you exist here. Thank you. Number five for me was Title Fight, Floral Green, uh, the band. They just, I can't believe they're popular. Like, that's kind of where, <laughs> and like, and not in a mean way, but like, what they're doing is so weird and challenging and not what. Especially with Floral Green. Right. Like, them playing Warp Tour this past year was like, and they did well. And it was, yeah, it was nuts. And it's like, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I remember when they put out. Uh, I can't remember the what their lead single was where they had a video for it. And it was like, you know, just the the, the band killing a girl or something. It was Secret, Secret Society. Yeah. It, and it was just so, I mean, you know, it's done in VHS quality, like lo-fi. Like everything about it was like, who the fuck is watching? Like who is like looking at this and caring about this? But just because they're doing that, it makes me like the band that much more. Um, and I just think what they do is awesome. It's totally, you know, there's songs that remind me of like Hum. There's songs that remind me of like Swerve Driver. Um, and there's songs that just remind me of like, you know, good post hardcore. Yeah, it's 
I uh, I like this record. I yeah. like it more than the last one. I don't remember what's it called. Shed. Shed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do too. The first song on the record, I think, is pretty incredible. It's awesome. Um, I'll be excited to see them with Quicksand. Yes, me too. Um, and then now we're we're number four, right? Everyone did number five. Did I do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four, Scott. What uh, what other obscure artists you have? Not obscure. This is a uh, mainstream. Okay. Act. Not mainstream, but okay. Here on the radio, Twin Shadow, Confess. Quite a popular. Real, real hot right now. Quite a popular gentleman. Yeah, I heard he brings a motorcycle on stage. Does he? Like Ju- like Judas Priest? I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. Okay. That's but does he does he wear uh, leather chaps. all leather? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is popular. Yeah. Tom, Tom York fully endorses him. I didn't know that. That's Thom. Yeah, th- sorry, Thom. I will see. I'm friends with him because I met him backstage uh, at the Grammys, so like I can call oh, him that. Cool. What does Twin Shadow sound like? Because I've... I always, I don't know why I always put him in like the DJ Shadow category, but that's. Uh, but it's like poppier. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Does he sing or is it just like? Yeah. Okay. It's more song oriented than like DJ just Shadow. Like beats like. And... Right, right. Okay. Cool. Uh, Chris, what do you got for number four? Number four, I have. Kiss by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, I thought you were going to recommend the new Kiss record. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I've never heard you listen to that. Chris. Never listened to Kiss once in my life. <laughs> I mean, in passing. Right, right. Not a fan. I'm surprised this ranks so low for you. Well, I mean, you won't be once you hear the one, two, three. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, it's you know, I did expect it to be a little higher because mm-hmm. um, "Call Me Maybe" is like the jam of the century. I, I never need to hear that song again. I could hear it for the rest of my life. I mean, it is getting. I'm, yeah, I need a little break. Right. You need. Some, you need still, everybody needs some distance. Well, here's the thing that that record, it has some terrible, terrible songs. That's, but that's some of those songs, like what's that? The song, uh, guitar string wedding ring. Yeah. Holy <sighs> shit! Yeah, that yeah. song. See, I think because that's why it's not super high up. Like, there's some songs on it that just could do without for sure. They're fillers. But I mean, and then the songs that are really good on are it are crazy good, crazy good, better than "Call Me Maybe." I mean, it's like nothing like "Call Me Maybe." The rest of right, right, and it's it's great, and I she's also, also a hottie. I love that she is not eighteen. I yep. that, she's I was exactly twenty seven. Yep, she was twenty seven. She might be twenty eight now. Yeah, I, 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 and I like that that she can obviously she portrays a much more um, solid uh, female role model than you know. A lot of other artists oh, yeah. that could be, you know, defined Miley. as possible. Miley, what is she's she? Only, she's only she's only twenty. She's still going up. She's only nineteen. What is she? No, she's herself? twenty. She's twenty. She's twenty. Joey, <laughs> what's your what's your number four? Uh, and I think this, I'm going to give 100 percent credit to you on this record. Uh, White lung, sorry, dude. God damn it! On deranged punk record, girl yep. singer. Sounds like it could be from the '80s, just like. Dirty, like kind of raw recording. Yeah. But so catchy. Like, I mean, I listen to this record nonstop. It's so easy to listen to. Yeah. I'll be listening and then it's over and I'm just like, oh, I didn't realize it was that fast. I'll just listen to it again. Yep. Like, it's so good. Super um, good. Yeah. So, and I think I saw you had listened to it on Ardio. And I was like, oh, what's this about? Yeah. And yeah, the world opened. Yeah. I, I mean, I've bought their old records. Like, I, I love this record. Yeah. Love it. I won't say anything more about it. Scott, what's your number four? <laughs> I already did number four. Oh, shit. My fault. Ah, sorry. I can't, I'm, I'm the, as the curator, I should be. Okay, number four for me. 
Uh, Scott guessed this as being my number one favorite record of the year earlier today. Can I guess what it is? What is it? Fairness. No, no, no. Mm. That didn't make my list. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. It was okay. Not even a sympathy? Uh, no, I mean, honorable mention. The, the first half it was, was really good, and then it just gets really long. Yeah, it was an honorable <laughs> mention. Okay. Um, but uh, Wild Nothing, Nocturne. Hmm. That record is, uh, I had never heard the band. And I just saw them on the FYF lineup, and I was kind of, I was just rifling through bands that were, I was like, I've never heard of this band. What the fuck's up with them? And then listened to Nocturne, and I was like, holy shit. Like, Are they from Virginia? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. They might be. Uh, I mean, they, they, I know they just did a massive world tour, and I'm really disappointed that I didn't go see them at all. Um, but they have so many elements of bands. Like, you know, they remind me of, like, Interpol, Editors, all that sort of, like, throwback Joy Division stuff, but also super poppy. And then they also have, like, an electronic element that's interesting. Um, but the record is just, like, it's such an easy listen to. Like, what like you were saying about White Lung Joey, where it's like, it's over, and I'm like, okay, I can listen to that again. So, um, I love that record. I listened to it a couple times. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, not a challenging record, where it's like, if you don't find anything you like about it, you can forget about it immediately. But, yeah, it's I really like it. Uh, everybody's done number four. Yes. Fairly certain. I mean, Dahmer yeah. hasn't. He hasn't done any of them. Yeah, I know. I've skipped him on everything. Dahmer will get his... Time in the sun. Um, all right, number three. I will go. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. We're back with season two of the podcast, which means more opportunities to glow up and become a more responsible and better adult, one life lesson at a time. And let me just tell you, this show is just as much for us as it is for you. So let's figure this stuff out together. This season, we're going to talk about whether or not we're financially and emotionally ready for dog ownership. We're going to figure out the benefits of a high-yield savings account. And what exactly are the duties of being a member of the wedding party? All that, plus so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 1067 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. This is a record by an artist named Killer Mike. Rap music. Scott just shakes his head at me. Like I'm... Is it, Do you have something against black people? You can I, just go I, ahead and say it. I mean, no, I love rap music. Um, anyways. Carry on. I, 
the uh, I had pre I had only been casually familiar with what this guy has done in the past, just because he's been in the game for fucking 10, 15 years. And I say the game because he's living the game, Scott. Sorry, when I say the game, I mean the music industry, Thank not you. not like the street. Thanks for clarifying. Well, I just want to make sure that you understand. Apologies. Um, it's <laughs> Chris is deciding to listen to some music in the middle of our <laughs> it podcast. Was apologies. It's okay. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, the like I was saying earlier about the Macklemore record. I didn't. I didn't choose anything. I don't know. It's blowing off there, buddy. Like I was saying earlier about the uh, Macklemore record, uh, it reminds me of just the heyday of what I define as like my generation of you know hip hop and rap music, like Dre and Snoop. Like I was, I can say their first names because I'm friends with them. I went to high school with Snoop, so yeah. I know you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You don't even like Snoop Lion is like so Who? far. Yeah, so don't far removed. Don't even know who that is. Um, the fr- if there's one song you listen to the entire year as far as like hip hop is concerned, listen to the opening track of this and tell me that it's not so aggressive and he has T.I. on it and just so many guests that make great appearances. And anyways, record's awesome. Uh, you told me about this record. It didn't make my list because I knew you were going to put it on your list. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, this is this year's been crazy. For hip-hop, hip-hop's unbelievable. Shout out to Meek Mill. <laughs> he knows what's up. P- Pusha T. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Aesop Rocky. Yeah, there's that, just... that comes out, I'm sorry, his record I know, comes out I next know. year. But his singles are out now. Yeah. Uh, all right, number three, Chris, what do you got? Uh, well, Believe from Justin Bieber has made me oh, a believer. You are a believer, wow. Holy I didn't know that was going to make your list. Believe, I am a believer. Okay. To, uh, believe, uh, amazing pop record. Okay. I never thought I would uh, be a believer, but I have come full circle from uh, absolutely hating Justin Bieber to... Oh, okay. Uh, Absolutely loving. I I haven't listened to any of the older stuff. He like, but this record is just amazing. I haven't even. I honestly haven't listened to it, and not because I'm like too cool to listen to it. But no, just too cool. the from what I understand, this record is definitely more of like if you compare it to like what Justin Timberlake did with yeah. like Justin Ford. It's like you know it's very R and B influenced, and he's got a lot of uh, sex moves in it. Whatever, whatever that means. Right. Swag. There we go. That's, uh, I hate that term now. I know. Fuck Justin Bieber for making all these <laughs> new kids say swag. <laughs> But that, am I correct in that assumption? Like, that record's yeah. kind of a... Well, that first song, Boyfriend, was like a bad Justin Timberlake song. Dude, sure. I absolutely hated that song. I still hate that song. I, I skipped that song on the record. <laughs> Everything else... I wrote a really good article about how that record is like a failure, kind of, because it doesn't have, like, a single. Yeah. Like, oh. well, you know, like Boyfriend kids, came out so early... He that cut his by hair. The, by kids, the time, kids aren't down. By the, the time the record was out, Boyfriend had already run its cycle, and there was nothing to, like, keep it going in that record. It's like he actually made a record as opposed to like a... Yeah, and the record, is, like, I mean, it's obviously done well, but like, right. you know, when... Uh, when they're looking for the singles. And when, you know, like Mumford & Son sells 600,000 records and right. Taylor Swift sells a million records in the first week. And, yeah, didn't he do like 400,000 or something like that? And it's just like, I think it yeah. dropped off yeah, after yeah. that. It's um, true. Well, it's a great record. I doubt it, but... Got it. You you will become a believer too. I don't think so. <laughs> Dude. That kid's a little piece of shit. <laughs> Matt Medina is a believer. Various people are, are believers because of this record. You're building the I've army. Heard, I've heard nothing but bad things about him as a human being. I mean, he's probably a horrible human. I don't really care about that. <laughs> it's probably pop records. He can... I he can, yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, Scott, what's your number three? Uh, this is from a musical producer from the Badlands. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, <laughs> from the Badlands? He's from Nebraska? He's from New Jersey. Yeah, so he's right for Rolling Stone. 
No, just Ray so told me about that this morning. Just so you know, Kevin Silva would kill you for this. Right That's now. fine. The wreck was called Wrecking Ball. It's returned to form. Yep. So I've heard. So Excellent. Rolling Stone has said, like you, we were talking earlier. So, like, because you are a super fan, and I, I mean, you would Pretty admit that. Like, best record he's in the past 10 years, 20 years? Like, what's... Yeah. 10 years? Uh, five. Okay. Well, Shortening the window. I mean, there's great records. <laughs> right, okay. I was just curious. Whenever like, you do where... gold, it's a... Okay. One time I told someone that Nebraska was my favorite Bruce Princeton record, and they called me a poser. Fuck that person. Fuck that person. Yes. You can call him I don't out. remember who it was. Oh, okay. I would. I would. Joe, Joey would hold that grudge still. <laughs> grudge is the way to go throughout life. I understand. Uh, Joey, what's your number, th- uh, number three? Um, from the Swedish band, band? Duo? Whatever? First Aid Kit. Oh. The Lion's Roar. Um, I mean, it sounds early 2000s, Saddle Creek, Two Girls. Good point. Uh, I never made the Saddle Creek correlation. Mike Mogus produced it. Who was like yeah the like person <laughs> Connor Ober sings on a song uh, that's true it's incredible just real folky um, I actually I didn't even I was going through my list and I was like that has to be my list and I thought it actually came out last year but it came out in January so oh, made the, made just the made cut. the cut but yeah it's it's incredible and especially for the record to last like I always find records that come out January February hard, hard yeah to they, last the entire year but yeah no it, it's with constant rotation since uh, I first started and. It is my number three record of the year. Nice. Um, number two, I will go because we've already mentioned this record earlier. This is uh, White Lung. And um, it, it, like I got exposed via a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Roy Culver. Shout out to Roy. He just emailed. See <laughs> Friday. He emailed, he emailed Scott and I and just said, I think you would like this. And it was so casual. It was just one of those like things that you just get from a friend that you're like, oh, yeah, I'll check this out. And for some reason, I just checked it out right away. And it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Same reaction that you had, where it, it reminds me of, like, the first time that I heard, like, Pretty Girls Make Graves, where it was like, what is this? Like, yeah, th- this is just, it's, it's aggressive, yet it's catchy, yet it has, um, you know, so many elements of so many different genres of music that I like, all aggressive, but not sounding, like, grating at all. Because, like, obviously... A lot of people have problems with female vocalists when it comes to like hardcore or punk because they could, it's oh it's annoying it might be grating I personally don't but um, they, I dare you to listen to this and be like oh yeah no like I, if it had a male singer would be way better right fuck no like no. this band this record's yeah. fucking great it's incredible um, yeah. I'm sold and I'm gonna listen to it you you would like it Chris I know that's you what would. kept when I was trying to go that to add it to my queue to remember to <laughs> there you go. kept playing well, the Jay-Z song. I'll, I'll, Jay-Z I'll post all of our lists on the website. That way you can visit it. Cool. Easily reference it. I need to check out Wild Nothing here. Yep. Uh, Joey, what's, what's your number two? Number two. And this became my number two yesterday. <gasps> it was number one. Big move. And now it is number oh, two. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Great um, record. Hip-hop from Compton. Did you uh, know that he moved from the Midwest to Compton? Uh, I think I read like his mom moved from like to like get away from something like whatever was happening in the Midwest, like if he was getting in trouble or somewhat. Right. Know. Yeah, they moved to Compton. Which I thought like reading because it was a Rolling or a Spin article, and it was like that was I just remember that stuck out like a sore thumb where his mom was like, "Yeah, so we wanted to move from Ak- Akron, Ohio. I don't know, I keep pulling that Black city, Keys. but move from some." Safe sounding Midwest city to Compton. 
which yeah. and I mean Kendrick's like what 25 20, I don't know I think he's but Compton you know is not safe by this point like yeah. everybody is like collectively known I just thought that was really funny uh, yeah this record I kept hearing about it and I was like alright I'm gonna listen to this and at first I was just like didn't get it I was like I don't like it's a dance record yeah and I was just like I listened to it at work and I think that was the problem is I'd be you know working, working wink wink <laughs> uh, and I couldn't really like I don't listen to it. One day I was just like, all right, I'm, I put it on my car, turned it up, pretty loud. And as soon as it was over, I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. And I listened to it again. Like, it's, it sounds like it's from the West Coast. Like, I mean, it's on Aftermath. Dre, but Dre only produces, I don't even know if Dre produces any songs on it. No. But he's, he's on one of the songs. Him, yeah, yeah. Um, but it definitely has like a West Coast feel, but then parts of it, like he does like weird stuff with his voice. So it kind of has like an outcast vibe. Yep. Um, I don't know, it's, it's so good. And it, the whole record seems to, like, tell a story of, like, from hanging out with a girl to, like, hanging out with his friends and just, like, his parents you, trying to find he, the band. He uses the, I like how he uses those voices to tell the story. Yeah. Like, to advance it. Like, it, honestly, it's like a play. Yeah. Where it's like he's advancing it. That's crazy. It's, it's so good. Yeah. But it just, at the end of the day, when it came down to, it just, my number one record made more sense. Got it. So. I I had to move that out of my list, but that I anyone that's like oh it's the best record of the year I'm like yeah I agree <laughs> yeah it's it's great Chris do you have a uh, number two no I don't I, I just you just left that one that's what I thought I just I just skipped that's why two. I wanted to pose it as a you question skip number two no I didn't really I was just being a smart ass because <laughs> he asked to have number two I, I get confused easily it's okay. uh, my number two is the slow rhythms of a deadbeat from Deserters. Oh, yes. Uh, Jason from Today 4 uh, was talking about this at your birthday party. Yep. Listened to it right away, and I just fell in love with it. Listened to it way too much. Um, I don't know much about the band. Solid but... solid, solid metalcore on Media Scare. Just, like, everything that anybody likes of, like, modern metalcore mixed with, like, all the shit that we liked in the late 90s and early 2000s. What's weird is because there's, like, some parts that are almost, like, new metal-ish. But because of everything surrounded by it, it's, like, not, though. I agree. Because, like, as, like, Garrett or someone said, there's, like, parts that, like, seem like he sounds like corn. Like, seem like corn. I haven't listened to it from that. Yeah. I haven't really listened to corn, so I don't really know. But, uh, yeah. Okay. It's great, great, heavy. Hmm. Corn gets a bad rap. Very hateful. Yeah, spies everything. I think. I think everything. Yeah, I think that I, it's it strikes it strikes me that they're young kids too, and it's because like what one of their songs is like fuck everybody, yeah, fuck everything. It's and the best it, thing ever. And I'm like, you're like it you're maybe be my 19, one, but it's not gonna be my number one. <laughs> I just think it's funny because I'm like, oh, it's, it's so cute. Hey, the world's. I'm, I'm always place. looking to for new medical, so I'm excited to listen to it. Deserters. I saw it on audio. And yeah, I was like, the slow like deadbeat. So good. You'd like it. Their EP is pretty good too. Just we had, like we just listened to the warehouse the other day. It's really good too. But yeah, great record. Cool. Uh, Scott, what about your number two? Number two, the previously mentioned Wild Nothing. Oh, Nocturne. You did you were you a previous fan of this band? No, I didn't know anything about them. We're on the same page then. I didn't know anything about them either. Great cover too. It's, it is a cool cover. Nice. I'm actually looking for the vinyl now. I, that's difficult to find. Who put out the record? I keep, no idea. Uh, <laughs> Not no idea the label. <laughs> Say so, no idea. Usually does a lot of vinyl. <laughs> Captured tracks. Uh, this is this is our number one record of the year. Number one's a big number deal. Number one record. Yes, our favorite record. And 
I think we should also quantify it with like, I mean, obviously why we define it as the best record. Cause sometimes people like you are saying that it's the record you listen to the most, or maybe the record that you didn't listen to a ton, but you enjoyed the most. So, you know, tell me why your, your thoughts. So Scott, I would love to hear your number one record because I think it will surprise many people. I think it will too. Good. Your number one record of the year comes from London. Okay. And this record, if you're sitting at a computer, you need to work. This is the record for you. <laughs> okay. It features the best artwork of the year. Oh, this is a twofer. Yes. Okay. It's called Luxury Problems by Andy Stott. Andy Stott. Okay. Boom! <laughs> Scott is so revelatory. Never even heard of this. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. incredible. What? All I've heard is London from everything you said about this. So Andy's Thought is the name of the Andy Stott. Andy Stott? Stott. Oh, okay. Uh, Andy Stott. Yeah. Is that is it just a guy? Yeah. Is that... It's a producer. I still know what that oh, means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, make movies. Yeah. I think they like pay for things. They do. I don't know if you just like <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. You tell people what to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Think. Um, but I was reading a little bit about it and like he, uh, one of the coolest parts was on my favorite song, the first song. He wanted his piano teacher to sing on it, and she wasn't around, so he, somehow she sent him the recording. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hmm, this is cool, but I don't like it as is. So he made this whole song out of just looping her voice over and over. Oh, really? So that's like one it's very track in there? Yeah, yeah hypnotic. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, well, I guess that's not surprising, because uh, that's the type of music that you enjoy the most. It is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Uh, Usher my in number your, Usher one in. Yes. release for 2012 Yes, comes in with Red by Taylor Swift. Jeez, I was wondering where that was going to end up. I'm sorry. What pisses me off, <laughs> we can talk about it in a second, is that it's not on audio. Yeah, I know. So I haven't not. listened to it yet because I loved whatever the last one was. See, Speak that's the thing. Yeah. I have not listened to a ton because it's not on audio, but it's the record I enjoy the most. It. And I did illegally download it okay. because it's not on audio. And she already makes enough money. Shout out to the I R. mean, there's like a million ways to buy a record. You can yeah. order it with pizza from Papa John's. You can. Go she to did. Walmart. Or and I, I uh, think it was. Walgreens. Yeah. Get various packages. Target. I mean, I just think it was. Obviously, she sold so many records because not only she's a legitimate artist, but. I mean, the marketing campaign was amazing. Yeah. Like, like Chris said, you could not avoid the record. Yeah. Unless you went to a Starbucks. You couldn't find it there. But Literally, ordering pizza. Would you like, like, those package deals for pizza with, like, <laughs> yeah. red the Taylor and Switch all these, package. like, Taylor albums? It's brilliant. The album's amazing. Love it. And she's also a hottie. Naughty body? Yeah, yeah. Cool. She's still dating dude from the royal family, I think? Uh, no. They broke up now? Well, she was dating someone from Kennedy's. Not Ro- the royal That's family. it. The America's royal family. America, that's what uh, I heard. Uh, rumors is she's dating someone from One Direction now. Oh, that makes well, sense. I hope not. That's what I heard. That makes sense. But, okay. yes, amazing record. Got uh, it. She's amazing. Even though she's a giant, and giant girls are usually very scary. Is she but tall? Maybe yeah. she's maybe she's interested in putting out a seven inch with uh, no sleep. So. I have tweeted at her. I haven't gotten a response. <laughs> Didn't get a response? Huh. Didn't get a response. I did tweet at her though. That's so good. I tweeted at Kevin Smith the other day, and he favorited it. <laughs> That's a crowning achievement. Yeah. yeah. Then I listen to a podcast, and he says he just favorites tweets all the time. Oh, and, <laughs> and you're I didn't like, feel special. Shit. You're like, I but, wish I, I, but I took a picture of it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Forever yeah, in the amazing record. Hopefully, one day she'll respond to my tweet. Okay. Maybe she's Persistence. Just, uh, yeah, maybe she's finally in the way. I'll just tweet at her every day. Right. Every second of every day. Just twice a day. 
twice, twice a day. Yeah, yeah. morning, morning yeah. and night. Because I'm sure she, I'm sure she handles her own Twitter. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Probably. <sighs> Wait, are you saying she doesn't handle her own Twitter? No, I'm sure she does. She probably gets push uh, notifications through her phone too, right? So it's like <laughs> 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 it's battery dead. <laughs> Yeah, her, her battery last oh, like, an hour, like a second. Uh, Joey, would you like to usher in your number one yes. record? Surprise, surprise. Ray has mentioned it already. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, The Heist. Um, uh, this record came to me from the peop- the, the guy who does all the, the CD pressing for 6131 is oh, in, based in Minnesota, and he does a lot of like the Doom Tree and Rhyme Sayer stuff. And he was like, hey, have you heard Macklemore before? And I was like, no. And he was like, Check out this video. It's got fucking 400,000 views on YouTube. And it's for Thrift Shop. And I listened to it. And I was like, or I watched it. And I was like, this is really good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're doing the CD. Like, they're just putting it out. The, he's putting it out themselves. Like, um, yeah, and I'm going to go to the record release show in a week. Like, it's really, it's pretty cool. And I was like, oh, cool. So I, I got the record. And nonstop. Just most, probably the most listened to record of the year. Um, it's, it's, again, hip hop. But like. It's the beats are different beats and just the, his lyrics for a hip hop record. I mean, he has a song about in support of gay marriage and a song about how he was like he was a drug, you know, addicted to I think Oxycontin mm-hmm. and then got clean and then fell off the wagon and then has a song about you know having to deal you know with his fans and like trying to like be you know be a hero in their eyes again even though he's right trying to reconcile that. Yeah, but like the craziest thing to me is like. They put this record out themselves, and it sold seventy eight thousand copies the first week, yeah. like, with no independent label, no major label. Like they did it everything themselves. Um, Shout out Radiohead. <laughs> True, people have done this, and he's. Been, but I mean, <laughs> people have done this but before. I'd never heard Does of he him know before. One? No, I mean he's he did a record in two thousand five that I think had some like you know indie hip hop success. Yeah. Then he I think got pretty heavily into drugs and kind of disappeared, and then two thousand nine that he put out an EP which had. This song they did the other side, which is like it took an Red Hot Chili Peppers music and about be like being clean and about it's all about Pimp C and uh, your syrup. You know, you Pimp C. He was a rapper that oh. drank purple drink oh. and then shot out uh, Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, like, but just song, you know, and then just and he's of, been kicking like he's been in the Seattle hip hop scene for like I mean ten plus years, like doing his thing up there, but. Yeah. Yeah, so he's definitely not like new, but new from a yeah. wider audience. And I mean, it's it's just crazy. Like he gets played on Kiss FM. I heard him on K Rock. Like he was on Ellen. Like, yeah. And it, but I mean, like, and just the fact I mean, you don't hear about a lot of hip hop guys singing about gay marriage and you know actually with true messages mm-hmm. and just the fact that it's actually getting out to such a mass audience now. That it is, I like it too because it's a, it's a unique voice where it's like you know he's he's not. He's not just saying I'm in support of gay marriage. He's like he's crafting a story around yeah. it. Yeah, like have you seen the cool. video for? Oh, it's emotional. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I went and saw him at the Henry Fonda, and no joke, it was the best show I've been to all year. Like it was, awesome. it, like, I mean, again, I'm super late to the party because the show sold out. Yeah. Just kids just going insane. Yeah, it was so good. He had. I think by this, I think by this time next year, he's. I mean, they're totally going to be at this spot where it's just like, oh, like this dude's the next Eminem. Like, even though he's like Mac Lamore and Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis is producer, and he crafts all the music. Producers pays for it. (laughs) Sure, pays for Um, it. But what was I gonna? I had a thought. Just a fun show. 
I don't even know it was about the show. Okay. It's about Rafi. No. It was really good. Yeah. Great great record. I knew I had a feeling it was gonna be high on your list. That's kinda of why I placed it lower on my list, but I it still had to make um, it. And I just wanna do a quick shout out completely uh, to my an honorable mention record that I just wanted to talk about. No doubt put out the first record in good. A I long am time. surprised that that wasn't it was like number eleven and I just have to talk about it because it's so good and I went and saw them and they're incredible. So no doubt push and shove. Got it. Number eleven. Number eleven. Sneaky almost sneaky number. Yeah. My number one record of the year is from an artist called Beach House. And that came out this year. It did come out this huh. year. Bloom. Scott fell asleep. And that, that's a common it's a common thing with that band. But so I graded this solely off of my most listened to record of the year. Because it basically fit every single mood. Um, I didn't like the lineage of my own personal fandom of this band. Didn't get into the first record, just didn't care for it. Um uh, not Bloom, but the what's the name of the previous record? Totally blank on it. Z Recovered, fucking whatever. Yeah, the previous full length that came out on Sub Pop. Um, I I enjoyed just songs, but like as a cohesive record, it just was like okay, you know, I could pick out the songs I like, and that was it. This record was just uh, such a great vision. I mean, it, it combines everything I love with atmospheric music, um, you know, female vocals. Um, like I said, it just fit every mood. I could listen to it while I'm working. I could listen to it while I'm, you know, fucking walking the dog, whatever. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, just it, it made a huge impact on me. I actually went to see them live. Saw them at the Wiltern. They sold out two nights at the Wiltern, which is insane. They're pretty awesome live. And they just For, totally. they move. Yeah. One guy just sits in a chair. But Drummer. Like, and then, yeah. It, but, yeah. And just. For how, like, yeah, for how painful it could be watching a band like that live. It's not, and it's total. It's hypnotic. Well, and they're they're. I mean, the one time I don't. I'm assuming they're like this most nights. Like, yeah, I saw them. I think they was opening for like Vampire Week or something at the Hollywood Bowl. So you know, right. there's a million people there. Yeah, and I was far away, but like still totally involved. They were funny. Like yeah. he kept he made jokes about how he sits down, but I mean he has a thousand pedals that <laughs> right. he's constantly doing stuff with. Yeah, um, but it was it was very entertaining for a lot of standing. Right. Yeah, and it reminds me, like, listening to this record reminds me of, like, why I like Isis so much, because it just, like, it locks into a pattern, but it's a pattern that you can, like, you can obviously listen to more than, like, four or five times and just, like, be so sucked into it that all of a sudden you're like, wait, where am I? Like, it just, it brings you so far in that sometimes you just forget what you're listening to. So, that is what I like so much about this record, and that's why I will continue to listen to this record for years and years to come. Shout out to the Casket Lottery. They're an amazing myth cover. They do. That song is fucking great. They do great, such great a good job at it. Yeah. Um, one thing going back to the Macklemore record. Yeah. Macklemore, if you're listening, uh, please release your record on vinyl. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you six month run record? Yeah. That would do all right. Yeah. You, you, Joey would probably release a quadruple LP just to make you satisfied and yeah, woo you, you over. Um, so yeah, let's let's quickly put a bow on it in regards to the other cultural things we've uh, talked about as far or we're interested in from movies and television. Scott, what was your favorite movie of the year? Uh, Argo. Argo, fuck yourself. Ah, you beat me to it. Let's try it again. No, you got it. Okay. Argo, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. Did you think Ben Affleck cast himself appropriately? Yeah. My favorite thing was at the end when they were showing, like, the true people, and there was just some, like, 
Hispanic guy. Yeah. You look yeah. nothing like everybody. Like everyone else was like, like super spot on. Like, is that John I haven't seen it. what happens when you read the producer. Yeah. And the director. And, and the writer. <laughs> hey, you, you guys can... are talking like crap, but you guys love the movie. It was so, a great movie. Uh, you know. I, don't, I don't care. As long as I was entertained. Yep. It's based on a true story. Very <clears> loosely. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not a, you know, right. a word for word true story. So Sure. And what was your? We'll we'll do all of ours just kind of collectively. What was your favorite television-ish show? If you had anything new, nothing or, new. Uh, well, the new show is Jungle Gold. What uh, channel is that on? Uh, the Discovery Channel. Okay, it's incredible. Show. It's about exploiting um, the West African nations. <laughs> Lord, Lord knows Scott loves to do that. <laughs> so that was the only new television show you really. Yeah, bring that home. Right, the old the old Homeland sucks this year. Old guard, the old guard. Fuck Homeland. Okay, we know we know where Joey sits. Uh, Joey, what was your favorite movie and uh, TV show? Favorite movie is really really tough. Mm -hmm. I could say The Dark Knight Rises, but I'm not going to. Okay, I think I'm gonna say. (laughs) I know. I think I'm gonna go with Moonrise Kingdom. Wow! Because it was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. I love Wes Anderson. It was. Everything about it was it, it was over, and it was I could have instantly watched it again. Was it your favorite Wes Anderson movie? No, no. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite Wes Anderson. But I, I, I mean, I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was cool. I still need to see that. It didn't. It. I guess the well, I didn't like Darling, Jar, Darling, however you say it. What? I didn't like that at all. The Darjeeling. Darjeeling Limited. I didn't like that at all. So I was stoked at Moonrise Kingdom because I was like, okay. I mean, it's he makes the same movie over, over and over. Yeah. Which is cool. And obviously his attention to detail is what keeps people interested. Um, but like, I... So is that, did you see that movie, Safety Not Guaranteed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I don't know why I just put both of those like in the same category. Like, just, you know, charming. Cute like, little indie. Like, right. I like Safe Not Guaranteed more, I think, just because it had, it, it, it was something different that I wasn't used to, you know? Um, that movie was great also. Yeah, yeah. But just, I mean. It... That was my, yeah, that was my only, I guess my only uh, beef with Moonrise Kingdom where I was just like, yeah, I mean, I totally was like, this is horrible. The only thing, they didn't need to fucking kill the dog. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, that was sad. I don't like what dogs Kill the dog? Yeah. You, I mean, you'll, you like. You won't see it coming, and then it'll come. You'll be like, "Holy shit!" And now I'll see it coming because no, you won't. I promise you, you won't. Just told me it's you... in the very first five minutes, and they're like, "Hey, I'm a dog." Dog, dog. right? See you later. Oh my! You'll be fine. Like the dog talks to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's like a mixture of Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox meets. Moon that would be so good. Um, and favorite TV show? There was not a new show that I enjoyed. Okay. I mean, the, oh my god, never watched it. The Challenge is the greatest show in the history of television. The season's really good. Oh fuck! But yeah. <laughs> But I'm not going to talk about the challenge because the challenge, it's a stable. Yes. Everyone knows the challenge is the best. Everyone should know. Um, shout out to Frank. Uh, my favorite show of the year is Happy Endings. Oh, okay. Um, on ABC, soon to be canceled. Uh, like all the good shows. Yeah. Um, it's, season, uh, it's, it's about like the six friends, um, Ross. R- no. <laughs> no, it, it's got... it's. That's the one with uh, the girl from 24. Yes. Um, just the dynamic between these six people is, the chemistry is unbelievable. And, like, each episode kind of, well, like, they always pair up. and the, They always have adventures. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny and so well written. And no one watches it. And 
The and season they've, and they've tried. Yeah. They've tried to put it in so many different time slots. Be like, the, hey, check it out here. The season got cut short. Now it's ending in March. And the only hope is that they'll try to go do one more for syndication purposes. But I don't see that happening. Yeah. So Maybe Netflix will save it. Someone should save Like, if they're going to – if TBS is saving Cougar Town. Yep. Like, come yeah. on. It's true. So hopefully something happens. But this show, it's, it's been a very good replacement for Community, which is – I could easily see, I could easily see happy endings also of doing something like the Family Guy, where it's like DVD sales are like holy shit, yeah. like people really like, love this show. This show is it's so good. It's good. Um, yeah. Cool, Chris. What do you got? So my number one movie is Cabin in the Woods. Boo. Good movie. No. Oh, okay, I thought you said boo. No, it was yeah. about ooh, but the way. Got okay. It. Yeah, that was a great movie. Um, I just love it because it was a great like cheesy, campy horror movie with a lot of like comedic value and awesome like effects and the ending is just amazing yep. great movie um then I have a documentary to say too Indie Game the movie it's amazing amazing it's uh-huh. on Netflix it's about just like uh three groups of people that are working on various like indie games for like uh like Xbox Arcade and stuff like huh. that like one is like a uh, Super Meat Boy one is I forget the other ones, but it's really, yeah, Fez. It's just a really good documentary about just like everything they put into it and how stressful it all is. And it was just really good. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. it's on Netflix now. Um, it's really, really good. And then shout out to Safety Not Guaranteed. Amazing movie. Saw on a flight. Yep. Super and good. Really like that movie. Ending was great too. So glad they went there. Yeah. Yeah. With ending. <laughs> I just I love Mark Duplass. I don't know how yeah. to say yep. is that his last name. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's great. You should listen. Did you listen to his uh, WTF? His Mark Maron interview. Did I listen? I don't remember. It's really good. So. It made me like him that much more because he's just he's such an average dude. Just like yeah, I just want to go with my wife and kids and let me act. And it's just like so he's ambitious, but like casually ambitious. Not yeah. really like fucking but chill out. But he does like ten things right. a year. Yeah. Last this year was his year. Yeah. Shout out to the league. I hope the league comes back for season five. I'm scared. It, dude, it totally so will. I just Paul Shear tweeted something the other day, like oh. wrapped up for season four. Like I'm gonna miss these hats and shirts. And I was just like, does that mean it's ending, or you're just gonna no. miss them until next? He's season? He's just gonna miss them the next season. There's, I mean, that show does really well. Did I cry a little? No, I didn't cry, Chris. It's a man. Mendel There's cry. nothing wrong with crying. You don't no. cry because you don't have a soul. I know you have it's no not, heart. Anything. Yeah, that show. That show's like fine. a body ratings. Oh. <laughs> So and then I got concerned because the other last week they showed two episodes back to back. I know. So to, are they just like running out the season? Like what is happening? <laughs> yeah, they probably just wanted to get in before the holidays because they don't want. They don't very want behind on the show, week. but it's a great, great it's a, show. They, fantasy football. I shout out to my two thousand twelve fantasy football scene on the show. I've seen first two or three seasons. Really good. Uh, so my favorite new TV show is uh, probably Revolution. Um, I only saw the first couple episodes of the show. But uh, it's really show? good. I think probably won't stay like, favorite favorite new show. It's a very lackluster year for it anything sucks. new being good. I mean, Jungle Girl is good, but you, you used it. Yeah, you're right. I've only watched like episode two, but uh, there's a lot of potential for Revolution, so I want to get caught on that. It was a really so. bad like year for new TV shows. I felt yeah, because I think AMC and FX and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just ruined it for network TV. Shout out mm-hmm. to Justified starting again. Ah, oh, Justified. So good. And I did see a bunch of commercials for a bunch of good shows that look like they're starting next the year. Like, 
following looks amazing. Oh, everyone's I heard it's on that. super scary. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. And there's some new Showtime show that's really good. And then, uh, and then it's not new, but Sherlock. Oh, sure. Really loving that show. Great show. The BBC one, not the stupid Elementary. <sighs> yeah. One with Element Elementary is all right. It's entertaining, right. but it's it's like Watson. a dumbed down version of Sherlock totally. for stupid Americans. Totally. They're all stupid. <laughs> I'm so bummed that I have to wait for till 2014. Yeah, for net third season of Sherlock. Ray still has the last. I know last episode. Of I'm holding on to it. It's like basically what I did with Six does, Feet Under. Does anyone watch Luther? No, I, that's that's something I want to watch. I want to start oh, that. So good. It's on my queue to start. Watch it. Have you still not watched the last episode of Six Feet Under? No, I have. I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've come around. Well, I know you took a long. I know. I took. Time. A, I took my sweet, sweet time. time, on that. time. Um, I took my sweet time and watched the last episode. Of Lost. You just, yeah. want to, you just want to hold on to it. They're old friends. You just watch it again. Go. I know. Um, my favorite movie, Chris already said, I mean, Cabin in the Woods is my favorite movie, but I basically there was three and, movies. And we saw it together. We did. There were, there were movies that basically I just couldn't tear apart from one another because they all kind of filled different emotional aspects. So Cabin in the Woods is incredible. Um, to Roam with Love, the newest Woody Allen movie. I, Woody Allen I've always been a fan of, but never like super committed to him. Uh, Midnight in Paris, I thought was fun, but nothing like like resonated with me. Um, I don't know what it was. Maybe I mean I watched the movie by myself, like you know, ten at night, just like going to a movie theater in Irvine, just to be like, all right, I want to see a movie. Um, and it was so fucking good. It's my favorite Woody Allen movie of all time, um, which is. A, and I feel like this one kind of got swept under the rug, like none yeah. of the accolades that Midnight in Paris got. Totally, which is strange because it's like it was just so much fun, and I mean he just you know really took apart relationships and just, you know, I mean, you know, did taboo stuff of like people cheating on each other indiscriminately and just like funny shit. Uh, but then obviously in these traditional Woody Allen way that he does things. So I love that. And then um, Looper was unbelievable. I loved that movie and everything that that story. I mean, Chris was going was on about movie. it because he saw like a super early advanced screener. I wasn't supposed to ever say I was there. I know. But Looper was amazing. Yeah, I don't Looper was about. great. That was actually a really fucking good movie. Yeah, so those those were my favorite movies. And then uh, I do agree with you guys as far as television. There wasn't anything, like, tremendously amazing. But Nashville is awesome. I want to start I mean, it's that. got it's got Coach's Wife. I will, I will Coach's Wife. Yeah, I'll Tammy, follow Connie Britton. Tam, Tammy Taylor. Tammy Taylor. Taylor. I'll follow her R. no R. matter what. Yeah, no matter where she goes. Uh, I didn't. I love... It's never dead in here. No. The, the, Although uh, Romney... Uh, adopted their like yeah well that would come for yeah I know, exactly Coach showed for stuff today mm-hmm. so Peter Peter Berg tweeted at Romney no, he wrote a whole letter about it he did saying don't but knock then it like off. I read some about Saracen talked about it yep uh, QB one Q- QB one yep. um, yeah a bunch of the Riggins Riggins I think said something Jimmy. about it too hot Tim Riggins but then the yeah. initial <laughs> author of it all said something too and he was in favor of the Romney part yes he was. But the, I think the reason why I like yeah, Nashville so much is, I mean, honestly, it's total like soap opera drama, and it's like super easy to watch. But it's uh, it's just fun, and the way that the, I mean, the show is probably going to get, I think it uh, got renewed or at least full season. Full season. Um, I just like the fact that they can also release music around it too, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and so, do they do their own singing? Because I actually haven't watched it. The they do. Watches it. They do. It's fun. Um, so yeah, it's like it's so funny because like every scene is like the most dramatic thing you've seen. Where it's just like that happened. Oh my god, that happened. It's like there's never a moment where you're just kind of like, no, I'm just watching. It's like Jersey oh, from Girls in it, right? Uh, Hayden Panettiere. Yes, that, yes. yes. Um, yeah. So that was my favorite new TV show. 
gentlemen, it's been real. See you next year. <laughs> yeah, Scott, Scott's already out the door. He's so bad. I know. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Trust me in saying that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all of the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff.